This podcast was first broadcast on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. Go to radioverulam.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts and, if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability in the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Now, Affinity Water are not in everyone's good books at the moment, as it's their contractors who are digging up the Redbourne Road, blocking one lane entirely and causing traffic chaos. Well, what are they doing that's so important that it warrants weeks of disruption? I spoke to Kevin Barton, Head of External Affairs at Affinity Water, to find out. Kevin, thank you very much indeed for joining me. So what is the new pipeline that Affinity Water's contractors are currently installing on Redbourne Road? Uh, hi there, Amanda. No, f- thanks, for, uh, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. It's uh, much appreciated. It gives us an opportunity to talk about uh, th- this project. Um, I think before, I think it's really important that I, I set the context and, and, and the background to these works. So that the water industry is, is dealing with some tough challenges, uh, climate change, population growth, increased demand for water, and of course, the need to leave more water in the environment. Uh, the, the southeast is is home to globally rare chalk streams, such as the River Veer, which runs through St Albans. Uh, these are rarer than coral reefs or, or Bengal tigers and, and support a rich variety of, of wildlife. And we must do all that we can to, to, to help protect those. Unfortunately, the impacts of climate change and the demand for water means that these chalk streams are, are under threat. It means that they, they dry up uh, more frequently than they did in the past. At Affinity, we've committed to end unsustainable abstraction from, from chalk groundwater sources that, that feed into chalk rivers. And, and last year, we began a campaign specifically targeted to St. Albans uh, to save 10 litres per person per day. And uh, this campaign evolved into Save Our Streams, which uh, launched in May. And we now have over 140,000 customers signed up to the movement. Um, Again, we would like to thank people in St Albans for really getting behind this campaign to save water. It really is making a massive difference and is allowing us to leave more water in the environment. Uh, Customers are emphatically doing their part to save water in St Albans and and we are investing heavily to to play our part too, which brings us to uh, this new water main. So this new water main is, is... that's being installed is, is a major piece of engineering work representing an investment of for over £5.8 million. The new pipeline will allow us to move water around our supply area much more efficiently and, and bring in water from, from other areas where, where water is plentiful. Uh, this means ultimately we will be able to switch off groundwater sources in the St Albans area, leaving more water to, to the River Veer whilst maintaining a, a high quality and, and reliable supply of water uh, for, for residents in, in St Albans. OK, so you're saying that this pipeline will enable you to bring water um, in from other parts of the country. I mean, don't they need their water? And doesn't it use a lot of energy to transport uh, water, which isn't great for climate change? Of of course. So 
one one thing that we've uh, been uh, looking to do in our, our water resources management plan. So uh, water companies plan for, for, for the long term. So in our water resources management plan, that, that goes up to 2080. We also do that in conjunction with, with regulators, the government and other water companies, neighbouring water companies. Uh, the southeast of England has is designated as a, as a water stressed uh, area where we're densely populated, highly populated, and and demand for water is in, in increasing. Uh, so we we must act now. So for the long term sustainability of water, one of the things that we are doing um, in, in the long term is that there's three uh, strategic strategic options. None of those have quite been decided yet, but that's what we are looking at. So. In, in the future, there's a possibility of being able to use the Grand Union Canal to bring in water um, from further north. There's also the possibility of building uh, additional reservoir with, with Thames water. And there's also plans for, that we, we may be able to look at doing another reservoir with, with Anglian uh, water as well. And we're, we're, and we're able to share resources uh, much more effectively. Okay, so it's it's not yet decided where this extra water will come from, but you're hoping to be ready for it when when you do decide. So the the new main that's being laid uh, right now in St Albans that will allow us to bring in more water from um, north, north of our patch. Uh, we share uh, currently we, we share uh, water resources with Anglian Water from from Grafham uh, uh, Grafham Reservoir, which uh, comes through. Uh, the north of our patch near Sundon. So that, that will allow us to move water from, from the north of our patch down towards the south and um, into more water stressed uh, areas. Okay. Uh, so you've mentioned that you've, you've launched the Save Our Streams project and, and this is uh, sort of associated with concerns about Chalkstream rivers. But why is this happening now in particular? I mean, the Vare Valley Society have been asking you to stop taking water from the aquifers that feed the Vare for, for, well, for decades now. And, and actually, the river looks better than it has for a little while. So, so why now? Uh, of course, a very good question. Well, uh, to address uh, what, why, uh, how, how the River Vere looks now, uh, we've we've had a good good couple of years of uh, it's uh, of, of wet weather. Uh, but if you hark your memory back to prior to September two thousand nineteen, I, I believe we we had three years of, of below average rainfall, and the River Vere and and, and many other uh, chalk streams across our supply area dried up. These prolonged dry events, uh, uh, dry periods, are, are becoming a lot more frequent, frequent than they did in the past. So, what we need to do now is, is you know, recognise those patterns and put plans in place now that will reduce our reliance on groundwater, so we can leave more water in the environment. You know, th- these are these are precious habitats. They they support a, a wide variety of wildlife. So we're 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 putting the work in now. So in in, in the future, these will be protected as more climate change extremes but become more frequent so just thinking about the pipeline itself so the pipeline is being laid actually down the road why can't you lay the pipeline in the verge for example so it doesn't interfere with traffic yeah, of course, that's a good question. So there's, uh, I believe from the, um, when I was uh, speaking with the team, they did actually look at that option. Um, uh, of course, you, you probably know that St. Albans has a, a very rich uh, archaeological heritage, um, uh, you know, go, dating back to, to Roman times. And I think that specifically in that area, that the, the verge along there in, in, into the fields, that, that may be things of interest from an archaeological perspective. Uh, the other reason is, you know, working in uh, laying a pipe near the road. 
when you lay new pipes, you obviously have to have a lot of heavy vehicles, uh, a lot of engineers there to, to, to lay those uh, pipelines. So where we do have to, we lay it into the road where it is possible that there is some you know, work that, um, that does take place in, in fields and, and, and so forth. Uh, but sometimes there's just no getting around it. You, you have to um, lay, lay a pipe in the road. Right. Okay. then. And the way in which you've not got traffic lights there, instead you've decided on a diversion. How, how was how was this decision come to? I'll, I'll be, but we, we know these works will be disruptive and, and, and we are really, really sorry um, if, if this Im- impacts uh, journeys. So the traffic at the moment that we, we there's there'll be a one way uh, road closure uh, of Redbourne Road for, for traffic traveling towards St Albans. Uh, this road closure is is signed at the Redbourne roundabout with a diversion in place. Um, a one way traffic system will, will be in place for vehicles traveling away from St Albans on on Red on Redbourne Road uh, through the uh, roadworks. So the current traffic management that is in place will ensure we, we finish uh, as quickly and as safely as possible along Redbourne Road. We, we, we did work hard to explore other potential traffic management systems or, or other ways of doing the, doing the work. However, the, the current plan is, is the best solution to, to ensure the safety of commuters, uh, pedestrians and, and our engineers on the ground too. Okay, so um, how long are you expecting that this uh, Redbourne Road part of the new water main will take to, to build? When will you be finished there? So the work started on Monday 13th of September and uh, we, we expect this phase of the works uh, to last for approximately uh, 12 weeks. Right, okay. And this isn't the only new pipeline that you're doing. You, this is just the first phase. What are the what are the other things that you'll be doing? Because there's going to be other roadworks involved in this as well, aren't there? Uh, there will, yeah. But uh, the, the f- first phase is along Redbourne Road. Uh, the, the second phase, um, which which starts mid to late October, uh, that would be on Harpenden uh, Road towards the ancient uh, Britain harvester. Um, uh, phase three of the works will be along Batchworth Drive, uh, again towards the ancient uh, Britain. That work is commencing around the 4th of January uh, 2022 and is, is expected to be finished by the 22nd of May. Uh, phase four of the works uh, will be on the junction by the ancient uh, Britain harvester, uh, and that will start on the 23rd of May, uh, going on to the 19th of June 2022. Uh, and the last phase will be on the junction of Harperden Road and the B651, uh, and that will start uh, on the 20th of June 2022 and uh, finish um, on the 13th of July. Okay, so that's quite a lot of traffic disruption for about the next year? Um, not all of those works uh, will uh, cause uh, as much traffic disruptions as, as the first phase. We, are, we will be working quite closely with uh, local highways agencies, again, just to minimise disruption as much as possible. And, and again, you know, getting the message out there much more earlier to, to, to let people know um, uh, about these works so you know, they, can, they can plan their journeys uh, far in advance. Okay. And when do you expect that these new water mains will come online? When, when, will, we, when will they be used? Um, I think they will be online by 2023, uh, 2024. So the, one of the main uh, uh, points of, of this pipeline is so we can switch off a couple of uh, um, an abstraction source um, in, in the St Albans area. So uh, once that's that the new pipeline is operational, we'll then be able to switch off that abstraction source. And we, and we need to do that by 2024. 
And at that point, we should be able to see improvements in the flow rate for the river there throughout the year. Um, so with it, it will certainly with the more uh, the less water we abstract, um, obviously that that will that will help flow rates to, to a degree. It will help the river become more resistant to periods of prolonged uh, dry weather. But you know what? You know, sometimes there are there are going to be extreme droughts in, in, in the future. There will be times where we will still see dry parts in the river. But the work that we're doing uh, will you know it's it's basically it's playing our part to to help the environment. It's 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 going to go some way in, into helping uh, the resilience of the local environment. Okay. Now, you've said that the southeast is very much a water-stressed area. Um, St. Albans District Council are currently working out how we're going to fit in tens of thousands of more houses in the latest draft of the local plan. Isn't the issue really that we shouldn't be adding to the population round here when we don't have the water resources to, uh, to provide for them? Well, um, um, as I was saying earlier, so water companies, uh, all, all, the whole water industry, do plan for the long term in our uh, water resources management plan. If you, if if you have a spare couple of hours and are not doing anything one evening, I do um, uh, suggest uh, it's it's a good read. Uh, if you if you come up on our website, finitywater.co.uk, you, you could find the plan there and have a good read through it. Um, so we do plan for. Um, increases in population and, and housing growth. Uh, so, and then we, we, we plan our investments ar- around those increases. So it, things like this new pipeline, uh, bring on new sources of water, um, moving water around our areas much more efficiently um, and, and you know, um, increase connections uh, with, with other water companies. All these things play a part in, in helping to keep the, the, uh, a long-term sustainable supply of water you know, long into the future. So that's that, that, that's how, how we're playing our part. But you know, a big part of that is, is working with customers uh, through uh, reducing uh, uh, water use as, as well. Uh, we have very high demand for water across the southeast. It's uh, in our area, in our area uh, specifically. It's around ten to fifteen liters above the national average, and it's it's much higher than in countries like Germany, um, where the national average is is just one hundred and twenty one liters per person per day, compared to around one hundred and forty one to one hundred and fifty liters per person per, per day in in our area. Uh, so we must do more to, to, to work with customers as, as well. And, you know, we, we do that through um, uh, free home water efficiency checks where we, we have people, you know, either online or, or through visiting people's homes can can see how people are using water and they'll install free water saving uh, devices. And we also encourage people to come up on um, up on our website, www.saveourstreams.co.uk, um, sign, sign up to Save Our Streams, get free tailored uh, water saving advice and, and free water saving devices as well. Kevin Barton, thank you very much indeed for explaining that to us. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Amanda. I was talking there to Kevin Barton, Head of External Affairs at Affinity Water. And it's not just Affinity Water who've been causing traffic chaos recently. At the start of last week, campaigners blocked the N25 during rush hour on a couple of occasions, demanding that the government insulate Britain. Now, this new campaign group, Insulate Britain, says actions will continue until the government makes a meaningful commitment to insulate Britain's 29 million leaky homes, some of the oldest and most energy inefficient in Europe. Now, St Albans resident Ellie Rose was 
one of the activists involved in the process, and she said, we are sorry that people have been inconvenienced, but our message has clearly not yet got through to Boris. He must start tackling the climate crisis now, and the simplest way is to immediately announce a mass housing insulation programme. At a stroke, it would reduce emissions, help those trapped in fuel poverty, reduce deaths caused by the cold and create jobs. If Boris wants to level up Britain, there can be no better way than giving us all warm, energy-efficient homes. And Ellie, who was arrested during the action, added, and taking such a logical step would also provide real leadership as we approach the COP26 talks in November. As hosts, we've got a unique ability to influence other governments. This is the opportunity Boris needs to make a real difference. I really don't understand why he's not acting immediately. Well, whatever you think about protesters gluing themselves to roads, it's actually something that we can all act immediately on now is a great time to add insulation to our homes ready for colder temperatures. And if you'd like some advice, um, do check out the thermal imaging camera page on the Sustainable St Albans website, where there's some really helpful advice and useful links to equip you to ensure that your home is a lot cosier this winter. Do share your thoughts with me. I'm on Twitter at RV underscore environment. You can check out the Environment Matters Facebook page. I always love to hear from you on Amanda at RadioRevelum.com. I'll be back at the same time next week. But until then, thanks for listening.